All right, Flyer family, this is one of your favorite episodes. We one get more of our text, favorite. emails, and everything else, and we like it too. Yeah, it, very it, much. It, it, it's, it's good. This We get the chance to look at the news cycle through the lens and the eyes of a professional news producer. You kind of see like what's going on behind that story. What are they really talking about? Mm-hmm. What are they trying to do? For somebody that breaks it down every single day, she's former Fox News, uh, Newsmax, Major League Baseball. She's the current producer for Emerald Robinson and the Absolute Truth. She also speaks fluent. Sarcasm. So pedal faster for the one, the only Brianna Morello. Yay! Yay! Great introduction. Thank you, David and Stacey. Always a pleasure. Uh, we're so excited for this, man. We were going through your tweets and we're like, whoa, I can't get rid of that. I can't get rid of that. And finally, yeah. uh, Avery, who helps put this together, she was like, you're going to have to get rid of something or the show is going to last all day. <laughs> So much great information. No, that's true. (laughs) We always have a lot of fun. You guys go to briannamorello.com. The link's down below. Like and share this episode Mm -hmm. because it's something that people really enjoy. You know, put it out to your your friends and community. Um, uh, Make sure that you follow her on Twitter. She she began this mm-hmm. following when there was still a lot of suppression of conservatives. She was like one of the only little little candles of of truth yeah. and right leaning content on Twitter. Now it's it's all you know all the cool kids are jumped back on there, and she's still leading the parade. Um, thousands and thousands and thousands of of followers and people that are getting their news from Brianna Morello on on Twitter, and yep. uh, we're one of them. All right, are you ready for this? Let's jump into I'm your ready. tweets. All right. So this is a long one, but it's really good. I thought this was important. Once the corporate media tried spinning Sound of Freedom as some kind of QAnon-associated film, I knew I had to see it. The film is completely fact-based. The narrative being pushed by Intel community allies is deeply concerning. They're attempting to turn people off from viewing the film. The film is based off of an actual story. So why the well-orchestrated attack? The only conclusion I've been able to come to is the fact that pedophiles are at the highest place in this country. They want the American people to look the other way when it comes to innocent children being sex trafficked. This film pulls at our heart at your heart uh, your heart and makes you want to demand action by our government. That's what they can't have. Boom. And you're not kidding, man. There were all kinds of articles that you actually had there from the Washington Post Sound of Freedom is a box office hit whose star embraces QAnon. Uh, from Rolling Stone, Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads without with brain worms. And then finally, Forbes, box office hit Sound of Freedom, controversy including QAnon ties and false claims. Theaters are sabotaging screenings. That is yes. really interesting. You think there's, if there's anything you kind of universally agree on, maybe not taxes, the war in Ukraine, like... Can we all get on the same page, the trafficking children for the use of selling them for sex? Ugh. That seems like it's sick. Who's not on board here? Mm-hmm. Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah. 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 I think it's really embarrassing, too, that the fact that the United States is one of the biggest participants in, in sex trafficking of children. And it's it should be something that's embarrassing to all of us, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, children are so innocent uh, and they should not have to be subjected to this. But unfortunately, under the Biden regime, we do have an open border, which brings in children who are being sex trafficked. And they're doing nothing to stop it. But then again, why would they, right? We have Hunter Biden, who does have ties based on his own laptop to human trafficking and prostitution. And so obviously, they're going to, the the Biden regime is going to be like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, we're we're, we're kind of supporting this. Um, And they're doing nothing to stop it. And if you talk to any journalist who covers the border, they would tell you that they're enabling it, right? Mm -hmm. So so we know this. Um, But then you have the corporate media outlets. And, And I don't know how you write a story 
about sex trafficking and you try to make it the people you try to make the story instead of about the victims of these these heinous crimes you try to make the story about the people who are watching it you try mm-hmm. to shame people out of watching the movie to me all that says is that you either are a pedophile yourself or you're an advocate for pedophiles but we know that the democratic party is becoming that and mm-hmm. they have allowed pedophiles to, to penetrate into their party uh, and mm-hmm. we know this because they're using terms like maps that you're attracted to minors they're trying to associate yeah. that with lgbt and they're trying to weasel that into our normal conversations. Mm-hmm. And um, for some, it's working, but I don't think it's going to go over well with Democratic voters. I do think that they do stand in line uh, and they do understand that like pedophilia is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope I hope so. Um, yeah. I hope that's something that we could all agree on. But unfortunately, during this political climate, we really don't know what the other side's thinking. Um, they might have empathy for these individuals. I-, I know for myself, I believe that there's only one solution to this problem and it's executions. Mm-hmm. Man, a de- or castration. Yeah. yeah. I mean, truly, it's like, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a start. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I agree, though. I mean, this is because um, I don't know how many are re- rehabilitated when they are letting them out. But I've read articles about, you know, ones that are released and now they're back in and uh, they're victims scared. You know, I mean, it's just it's really scary that this is happening. You know, we did a piece uh, this week. We were talking about this this uh, story because is it, is it Larry Nasser? The, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the 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 gymnast coach he got stabbed in prison he's he's obviously a child uh, he's a pedophile mm-hmm. and, and and has hurt children it, well even prisoners among murderers and thieves mm-hmm. there's a bar and it's like you don't hurt kids yep and uh that that's kind of this unspoken rule even in a prison that bar doesn't even exist in mainstream media uh rolling mm-hmm. stone does not meet that standard uh that you would find even in a prison the moral compass some of the stuff like you don't need a bible verse to back this stuff up it's like mm-hmm. you just know it if you if you breathe you instinctively know you don't you don't hurt kids and uh kids. and uh they they seem to not yeah. even have that there it's, so it's very very true baffling yeah. yep moving on but it's a great movie if you've not seen the sound of freedom find oh, a way to yes. see it it is a great movie um and and he's uh, which I'm like tastefully done but it's not it doesn't uh, it doesn't the glorify pedophiles. the crime. It draws attention to a story arc about a real story that uh, kind of helps you wrap your head around mm-hmm. something that is probably been too dark to actually look at. And uh, uh, this does a great way of of doing it in a, let's say, tasteful way mm-hmm. um, that everybody should see. Yeah. All right. Totally and they do, agree. And they do a great thing, too, by the way. If you can't afford to go to, to get tickets uh, on Angel Studios' website, you could actually... T- claim a ticket that somebody else already purchased for you and go see the film. So there's yes. another great pay it forward type of thing that you could yes. be a part of as well. It's a great, it's a great, uh, it's a great option. We yeah. had a great conversation with Tim Ballard. Um, we mm-hmm. can put the link to that down below. Uh, he's the real guy. The movie was based on um, mm-hmm. the link will be down below. If you want to watch that, it was, it was a really good interview. Mm-hmm. Really Colton, good. Colton, what's that website again? Uh, it's angel studios website. So angel.com angel.com. Okay. Yeah. All right. We put a link to that down below as mm-hmm. well. Links down below for everything you need and didn't even know you needed down below. <laughs> All right. All right. Next, next, next tweet. BLM terrorist protesters, great way to frame that because it's truth, had most of their criminal charges dropped and are now being paid nearly $10,000 each in New York City. Take that, January 6th trespassers. That is just you, crazy. You, you fools. What's up with that? What What's happening in, in your, your, your former stomping ground? Yeah, I don't want to claim it anymore. Um, I, I want to just say I'm a Floridian forever, but I guess I have to, especially every now and then the accent comes out. But <laughs> it's, it's on uh, your record. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Um, so New York, obviously a hot mess. New York City, they just agreed to settle 
with the BLM protesters. Some of them were protesters. They were peaceful, but a lot of them were violent and they mm-hmm. committed horrible acts. Um, but obviously the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, the Bronx DA's office, all of these 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 prosecutors are empathetic to these individuals because it helped uh, th- their politics. And so a lot of them had their, their cases dropped. Uh, but the, the bad NYPD who at the bare minimum tried enforcing some type of, of rules while cop cars were being set on fire, multiple police officers were, uh, were almost killed. Um, there was car fire bombing that was going on that time mm-hmm. in New York City. Businesses were being looted. Um, so a couple of them, um, were arrested and they were handcuffed and apparently, they say it was a little too rough, and so they made the NYPD pay out a $13 million settlement, and those individuals who uh, claim that they were hurt in some capacity will now get $10,000 um, for their pain and suffering. Uh, quite frankly, it's disturbing. It sends the wrong message, but it, it's what you expect from a city like New York. Um, they'll look at a, a situation like that and find somebody who tried to firebomb in uh, a police vehicle, and they'll say that person's innocent because they were doing it for the right cause. But then they'll look at Donald Trump before they even hear what his case, his charges are and see mm-hmm. the evidence, and they'll automatically convict him. Um, it's a delusional place to live, and I, I'm just thankful I'm not there anymore. But it's encouraging bad behavior, and, and mm-hmm. it's what you expect from New York these days. I, I think a lot of people are happy they're not there anymore. And you look at states like California yeah. and New York where there's been this mass migration. If you look at that, those aren't just equal numbers. It's not like everybody is is the same on that. It, it's, it's people who can afford to. Mm-hmm. You know, half of the homeless in America live in the state of California. And you may say, well, California is the most populous state, but it's like like maybe 12% or something like that of the nation's population, 50% of the homeless live there. And so when you have, you know, those who financially can afford to, it's expensive to take your family and all of a sudden move to Nashville Mm -hmm. or move to Dallas, move to Missouri, move to Mm -hmm. Florida, you know, something like that. It's tough to do. And not everybody can do it. So you're left then behind with those who don't have the options or the more the employees, not the employers. And, uh, you know, that hurts the overall vibe, you know, of, of the place. And so I think just, we're going to see more and more of blue states getting bluer and red states getting redder, you True. know, as, as we go. It's going to be a more extreme because eventually people who tolerate it and think it's great are like, well, it's fine. And then those are like, this is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yep. I'm out of here. You know, it's just going to magnify the problem, I think, even more in that, which is going to make red states even better because you're getting the brain power, the talent, you know, and, and people that, mm-hmm. that are doers coming more to those states. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be super, super segregated at this point. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't see a reason to even go to New York anymore besides my family. I mean, that's really it. And there's some good restaurants I do enjoy, but um, <laughs> I, I don't ever want to go back. And yeah. um, I don't want to be subjected to that type of behavior. I know during the pandemic when I – left Florida and came back to New York for just a couple of days. Um, I was just puzzled at the fact that like everyone was wearing face masks everywhere they went and they were wearing it on public transportation. They were doing, and it was just like double masks, triple masks, people wearing gas mm-hmm. masks. I mean, it was the most ridiculous thing to see. And I'm like, how are you guys not like going, hold on, we're all mask vaccinated sitting here looking like a bunch of dorks. And then in Florida, they're free, happy, no masks, yep. no yep. vaccine mandates. And we're about the same when it comes to the numbers. Um, I don't know. I just, I just hope people start pushing back a little bit by, by digging for another narrative besides the one that's being distributed on corporate media. Great point. Great point. Well, let's talk. You're talking about vaxes. Let's go to your next tweet because you retweeted this from Dennis. It says Pfizer building was destroyed today by tornado. 
uh, about 40 minutes from where I live. It happened in Rock, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. 50,000 pallets of medicine destroyed. I wonder if any of it had mRNA as an ingredient. And you said, God is real. Yeah. Look at that damage. Yeah. Look at that. That's a good thing. So, so um, the, the, my first reaction to seeing it is obviously this is an indicator, right? Because from what I've read in reports, the surrounding area really didn't suffer that much damage. It was just specifically this building here. Uh, so, so that's that's where you get the God is real tweet. Yep. But um, tinfoil hat, if you put it on real quick, and if the CIA is manipulating weather, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they just got rid of all the evidence that we needed to go after them for the humanity crimes that they've all committed. Mm. I don't know. It's a toss up. Okay. Ten hat. Oh, that's I've never <laughs> thought of that I don't point know. before. I'd love to look and see what all they were making I there. I know. Do you know what they were making there? Do you know what I the was looking for are? that as well? I was looking for the report. I don't. I don't know exactly what they were housing there. Uh, I'd be interested, but I have a feeling they won't disclose that. I, I doubt it's opioids because it would be just crawled, uh, crawling with uh, dealers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> consumers. Uh, all True, over there. Good point. All right, next tweet. Were you all wondering what the sexual preference of the Jacksonville Jaguars assistant strength and conditioning coach was? Yeah, me neither. Uh, all right, so so the Jacksonville Jaguars have a assistant strength and conditioning coach. And uh, apparently, what happens is He's bedroom needs, history? needs to be the main thing. Uh, I see the same thing. Like, who cares? And why is this guy breaking some sort of a non-existent glass ceiling? <laughs> well, it's going to be us soon when we're like announcing, like, "Hi, I host. I, I host a show, and I'm heterosexual." Like, yes. Ooh. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> like imagine if you had to go around a circle and say it. It's so bizarre. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I don't care what your love life is. Um, the only reason why I think somebody like this would publicly state what their sexual preference is, if is, if he's so close to being fired that he's like, oh, can't mm. fire me now. Discrimination lawsuit. So he's like, let me, let me out myself first before I, before they try right. it. I mean, there's no reason. This doesn't play any role in, in football at all. Um, maybe players might be like, oh, yeah, this guy now, but no uh, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand why he'd be talking. Why no, I don't even think the players would be like, eh. you know, it, it's like a nothing burger, Yeah, like you know, all, all the way across, you know, um, eventually the, the name tags, you're just going to be huge. All your pronouns, all your sexual history, uh, you know, everything <laughs> involved there and, you know, your social security number and, you know, uh, how much you have in your 401k, uh, all need to be when you introduce yourself to someone. Yeah, Ugh. not the kind of world I live in. No, 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 not no, no. at all. All right, you ready for no. this next one? We got, on. a, I got a little video for this too. Uh, we're talking about Secretary of Health. This is Assistant Secretary of Health, which obviously is not. Uh, well, one of the main requirements is to not be healthy. Yeah, not be healthy. Yeah. Every country, every country has the. Let's take the most unhealthy person and let's put them in charge of health. That makes sense. Yeah. We're, we're putting the person with the worst roads in America. Right. Put them in charge of the roads. Genius. Pothole Pete. Genius. Oh my well. gosh. So he, you know, he, she uh, transferred or transitioned as an adult, dismisses the question of why children can't wait until they're 18 to pursue sex change surgeries. So adolescence is hard and puberty is hard. What if you're going through the wrong puberty? Okay, let's watch this video real fast. What would you say to folks who think that they're being reasonable by saying, why can't children just wait till they're 18? Adolescence is hard and puberty is hard. What if you're going through the wrong puberty? What if you inside feel that you are female, but now you're going through a male puberty? That is so uh, crazy. You know, we've never done this one on the show again, but 
Producer Colton, can you just play it again? What would you say to folks who think that they're being reasonable by saying, why can't children just wait till they're 18? Adolescence is hard and puberty is hard. What if you're going through the wrong puberty? What if you inside feel that you are female, but now you're going through a male puberty? There are so many levels of ludicrousness on that. Yeah, yeah. And just just for the viewers, just note that dude has kids. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went through the right puberty because he was able to procreate. He, yeah, exactly. And then he switched when he wanted a job, I'm assuming, because, I mean, that that's, that doesn't look anything like a female. Um, and no. it's also offensive. Yeah. It's like blackface at this point. It's offensive to, to, to say that's a female. Uh, women don't look like that. We don't look like that. <laughs> totally agree. So your your response was, you know, you had the urge to build a compound and to never let your future children into the real world. I mean, it's a scary place right now. Not a world that would it's put a- that person in a leadership position. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and, and that person's trying to win your empathy over as if this is a rational thing. Listen, I've spoken to my friends who are psychiatrists in New York, and they have to go along with this, right? So if a kid comes up to them or an adult comes up to them and says, "I'm trans," and they've got to comply and they've got to um, kind of partake in this in this delusion that they live in, um, and they can't just tell them how, what it really is. Um, mm-hmm. One of my friends told me that. Every time a patient tells them their pronouns, it's usually an indicator to her that they have multiple personality disorder. And uh, if you were just going textbook off basic mental illnesses, she said these people would have been diagnosed with with, with multiple personality mm. disorder. Um, but you can't do that anymore because it's considered offensive. So you have to play within their lines and their boundaries. It's a bit delusional. I, here's my thing, right? So members, if you're if you're gay in this country, a uh, member of the LGB community. Um, I don't understand why you allow the T to tag on to this because mm-hmm. it it seems like they're trying to make a mockery out of out of yeah. your your sexual preference, right? So they're trying to say your sexual preference has something to do with with my mental disorder, and and that's where we're seeing a lot of things collide. When you have Governor Ron DeSantis who's making criticisms about trans people, uh, they're attaching it now to to gay, lesbian, and bisexuals, and and the two in my mind shouldn't really be meshing together at all. Mm-hmm. Um, one sexual preference. One's gender uh, dysphoria, and I don't understand why we're inter- intertwining them all. But there's no one who's really speaking out against this within the gay community. Like no one's like, "Hey, listen, separate those two. I don't really hear about it that often. Um, and there's also one more thing. There's no such thing as the wrong puberty. Um, you go through puberty in life, and any weirdo tells you that you should have to halt that. Um, and doesn't explain to you the long-term ramifications of mm-hmm. that should probably be in jail. Um, anyone who tells you that you should block your starting puberty also is probably a pedophile because mm-hmm. uh, there's no real reason for it. There's actually long-term medical health issues with it, uh, but they don't want to tell children what that is. Um, growing up, I was I would consider at some like a little small part of my childhood a, a tomboy, mm-hmm. and quite frankly, I would have probably questioned whether I should have been a, a boy, mm-hmm. and because they would have just they would have pounded you with all of this propaganda, and and that would have been horrific. I mean, imagine mm-hmm. then making it as a child making the lifelong decision to have uh, no kids in adulthood and to, to remove that option for you later on in life. It's disturbing and not enough people are calling it out. Yeah. Um, that guy in that video is a horrible person and he he's clearly mentally ill and suffering and uh, no one close to him is telling him that. Yep. Great oh. point. Man. Yep. I think a lot of us are glad we didn't grow up, you know, in this era. It is harder mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. for sure. I'm glad, man. They would have medicated me out of being me. 
you know, for yeah. sure. And all the things that served me well when I came into adulthood, you yep. know, they would yeah. try to let's mute that. He's kind of hard to handle. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, next True. tweet. When I said, when I said, can these people get any stupider? That wasn't meant as a challenge. Uh, I think we, we got another clip here to play. Medication abortion is a lifeline. It's a lifeline for the person working multiple jobs who can't afford to take a day off work because wages are too low or they don't have paid sick leave. It's a lifeline for the mom of two who can't afford child care or, or who can't find that affordable child care. It's a lifeline for the person who lives hundreds of miles away from the nearest clinic and does not have reliable transportation. It's a lifeline for the trans folks who face transphobia and bigotry because of anti-LGBT plus laws and outrageous bans on a, a gender affirming care. These aren't hypotheticals. Okay, wow. two two things. It does say Democrat Missouri. There's a little yeah. stretch of Missouri called St. Louis. It's yeah, on the other side of the state. It's on the Illinois side. And it, it, it's part <laughs> in Illinois, part Missouri. And uh, it, we're only talking, it's about, you know, a couple miles. They just need to uh, move on. Move, move on, that line. Move on over. They don't, a they don't. lifeline? Abortion is a lifeline. I'm just going to read this line one more time. Uh. Medication abortion is a lifeline for the trans folks who face transphobia and bigotry. Let me read it again one more time just to make sure that if, if, if English you know, doesn't translate well here. Medication abortion is a lifeline for the trans folks who face transphobia and bigotry. Can you break this down? Like you used to live in New York. Maybe you can speak this better than I can. I don't go to St. Louis very often, so help me out here. I only speak English and sarcasm. I don't speak stupidity, unfortunately, yeah. but we'll try our best to get through this one because it's oh just my insane. Gosh. Um, I mean, what she just said there is actually heartbreaking. So she's telling you if you're poor, you shouldn't procreate. And in fact, that you should turn to abortion as your only uh, uh, kind of lifeline. Uh, that's quite depressing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't support killing off uh, people, well, babies who are being born in, into poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of that, let's, how about we teach them different skills, these women's different skills, these fathers different skills so that they don't have to stay in these kind of conditions. But that's mm-hmm. not what you're hearing from her. Uh, she's telling you to kill them. Um, so quite frankly, it's disturbing in that sense. But the whole trans lifeline, um, it's, it, it's not, a, it's not a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. see, they keep get, giving into this delusion that trans people can have kids. No, it's not the thing, right? So if you're a man who transitions into a woman, you, you can't have a child. You can't, you can't carry a child. You don't, mm-hmm. you weren't born with ovaries. Mm-hmm. They could sit there and build whatever type of, uh, V that you want, but it's not going to actually be a real one. And th- there's a reason for that, right? Because God did not intend you to have children. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so when people sit here and they give into that delusion, it's strange. I don't know if you guys saw, but on the CDC website, it actually teaches men through medication uh, how to lactate so they could breastfeed babies. Um, obviously, Sick. there's no description as to what kind of milk you're giving them. It's obviously highly medicated. It's not as nurturing as, yeah. as what a woman could give. Um, but it's this delusion, right? So uh, I, I find it to be quite strange on how uh, Corey Bush, who's probably one of the dumbest members of Congress, yes. mm-hmm. um, I, I don't even know who else would be above her. I'd say AOC has a little bit more uh, intelligence than, sh- than she does. At least she went to an Ivy League school and has a little bit of a background. Uh, this woman is just dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she's speaking from perspective of a moron. And so not many of us are going to be able to relate to her. She's trying to advocate for the 1% that's trans and the, the even my, like the minority group, that's even more of a minority, right? People who can, who still have their, who still have their biological parts for those who claim to be men, but still have their ovaries. It doesn't make any sense. It's not no. logical. Um, someone sent me as a joke. There was a, there was a story about how some biological woman who now claims to be a man went on a grinder date and got pregnant on the grinder date and had the baby. Um, no, that's because you're a biological man, a biological woman who was partaking yep. in gay sex, what you thought was gay sex. And now you're pregnant. So let's not give into this delusion that men can have babies. You must need John Madden and a whiteboard to break this stuff down. No kidding. (laughs) You really do. It's quite confusing. Yeah. It it is. It's wild. It's it's super confusing. And I I think the more that they talk and the the further they walk from the podium, the more they expose themselves as people that you really should not take seriously. Yeah. And that are probably just not well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's the other category of just people are going to say whatever somebody puts on the cards and they're a puppet for someone else's agenda. Whoever paid for her to get in this position is like, this is what you'll say. So, so just start tap dancing and do what we tell you. And, and, yeah. and they're like, okay, I'll read the card. You know, I mean, I, without even engaging in a thought yep. about totally this. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you just for always putting out this information, but also the way that you look at it, it's like, that just makes so much sense. You know, when, whenever you read your tweets, it's like, wow, okay, I get in the news, but what is behind that, which you went through quite a few of those today. Okay, here's what they're seeing, you're seeing, but what are they actually, why are they doing that? Yes. Which I think we have to look at what's behind the issues a lot of times. So Flyover family, please like and share this episode. Put it on your Twitter and tag Brianna Morello, and uh, maybe she'll come down there and comment to you and be like, hey, yo, thanks. <laughs> give, you an emo- give you an emoji of some sort. <laughs> Brianna, you never thank you know. so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Well, kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. All right, let's get our stuff together here. Hi, I'm David Whited. (laughs) 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 If we can skip the hi, my name's David part, because that's where I got intended to derail. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) But I did good. See, look. First thing says, say your name. Say your name, David White. If you've been wondering what to do with the spare time you have on Saturday mornings, have I got a way for you to fill that time? Not cleaning your garage, folding your laundry, or doing something with yourself. Filling your head with worthless information about what may or may not have happened 5,000 years ago. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or about chemtrails in the sky? Or have you ever had a friend at, at school talk to you about friend at school (laughs) 
Sometimes when you're sitting there with your lunch pails, you're talking to your friends at school, they, they bring up your flat earth, and you think it's a flat earth. I don't know if your flat earth is flat or not. I don't know alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. And it's all true. And we talk about it every Saturday. <laughs> we talk about Rubik's Cubes and stuff. <laughs> we like to have conversations with people that have made documentaries, written books. Oh, this is terrible. I can, like, feel myself hating watching this later. Okay, give me a swoosh. Let's do this thing for real this time. Bye. Got a show for you. <laughs> my, my, hang on, my, my eyes red now. You won't be able to tell in there. Peter can fix it. He can run it through a filter. Can he run it through the Brad Pitt filter and get rid of the, my red eyes? Oh, I'm probably doing the world a disservice. You know, we, we like to use the term, you know, life, liberty, the pursuit of, of happiness. But, you know, what, what does it take to actually to be alive? You need sleep is critical. Yep. Definitely need sleep. You need water. You need food. Yep. You know, and uh, I think more than any point in the past, people are concerned with with prepping and and how do I stay prepared? Aware. And aware mm-hmm. and, and, and making wise decisions in advance, all of these kind of things. And they're kind of realizing like, that's not something for some isolated person who's just ultra proactive. Right. I think it's more of like if I'm a responsible person yep. and I want to actually stay alive and keep my children alive and, and people I care about alive, I need those things and need access to them in a safe and efficient way. So so we're going to begin upping our focus on that of the Flyover Conservative podcast of, of, of hey, giving here, you options. Here's what we're doing. Yep. And here's what we're finding in our research. And we keep putting this out. And in, in what are our listeners bringing and uh, uh, the kind of guests that can help solve that problem? So True. today we have somebody that has the beef covered. That is for sure. And that is Jason Nelson. I don't think I've ever gotten an applause before. That is like well, the nicest intro I've ever had before. Thank you. I feel so uh, welcome. We're it feels so good. glad you're on the show today. We cannot wait to talk about meat. I know that the Flyover family, most of y'all know that David is a meat-atarian. Word. You know, they have vegetarians out there, uh, but no, uh-uh, no vegetables for really for David, mostly meat. Yeah. And uh, there's been seasons in our life where all we ate were, was meat, like 90-day period of time where all we had was meat. And so we we are so excited to talk to you, Jason, because we're going to talk about something we absolutely love. It's passion. Well, I am I myself am a carnivore, self avowed. I uh, only eat vegetables when required by my wife. So <laughs> I am with you one hundred percent, David. And she makes me eat them. But outside of that, no. I said, hey, you know, cows eat vegetables, don't they? So technically, they're inside the beef, right? There we go. Yes. It is, it's, it. it's, an, it's an efficient, efficient mechanism. Um, I love Jim Gaffigan, you know, the comedian. He's like, you know, the, the pig is the most incredible animal. He could take something that's virtually worthless, like a, like an apple or something. He could eat it and he turns it into bacon. <laughs> you know, it's like just, this, it's, it's an incredible recycling machine that is this pig. But, but specifically on, on beef, I want to, on a serious note, um, we've done episodes on on uh, Tucker Carlson, a whole documentary called "Let the Meat Bugs," and there's a there's a move from everybody on of, of Iron Man, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and everybody's turning bugs and crickets and things like this into uh, protein, and they're the. Uh, and, you know, Nicole Kidman has done videos of eating bugs, and they're trying to gaslight the, the population into you don't need beef 
You're not even allowed to have it. The, you peasants and serfs, mm-hmm. you eat the grub that we allow you to have. And, and and what we're going to start doing, and they're kind of already tipping their hat, is we're going to, since you're, we can't get some of you rebels out there to actually take all the shots <laughs> we want to give you. So we're just going to start putting it into your, your food. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a very real thing. Matter of fact, in the state of Missouri, we recently had a challenge uh, and it didn't even pass. We were going to try to force the food manufacturers to give informed consent. To at least a, let us know a, that it has We're not MRNA saying you can't put mRNA technology in our food. We're not even they're not even drawing the line there. They're draw they tried to draw the line of you have to tell us if you're gonna put mRNA food technology in my food, and they could not get a red state with all Republicans in charge of every facet of of the government that's elected. They could not get them to even meet that minimum standard, which is baffling to me. So if I can't trust I mean the Republican governor, House, Senate. If I can't trust them from top to bottom to to agree that we should be told if there's mRNA technology mm-hmm. in my food, then it's up to me. And if yeah. it's up to me, then I need to go directly to the manufacturer, the source, and say, is there mRNA technology in my food? Right. That's why you're here. Yes. So tell us about whole cows. Well, first of all, I, I love that you started with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, because I think when we talk about survival, everyone forgets the most important things. Obviously, you go with oxygen and then you go with you need water and everyone thinks about food as this, I don't know, finite resource uh, or infinite resource now because you can go to your grocery store because you can mm-hmm. go and get food and pick it up off the shelf. And then they think, well, I have things stored away, right? I have uh, three months worth of rice or three months what are you depending on at that point? You're depending on the government, the same government right now that is saying exactly what you just said. What is going to be inside your food? And right now it's beyond what vaccinations, mRNA technology they might be putting in there. Now they're lab growing food. Yep. They're lab growing food and you're not required. That's the, that was what the important part for them was. They're putting it in restaurants first. They're not, they're advertising it of course, because they want to see nouveau. But in the end, what it is, is that they're going to put this out there on supermarket shelves and not tell you that it's lab grown meat, that it has vaccinations inside Mm -hmm. of it just because they intend to vaccinate you, whether you like it or not. And I seem to be the person who's at the nexus of all of this, right? So I leave civil affairs and psychological operations in the army after a 20 year career, where my job was to find simple solutions for complex problems. Uh, I leave because I refuse to take the jab, uh, the uh, Fauci ouchie. Uh, I I, I stood my ground and I left six months sort of a retirement so that I could make sure that I, um, when I say I I stand an oath and I stand behind everything, more importantly, I also stand behind my family and they need me healthy and they needed to know that I was going to continue to be healthy. So I left and I sat here and looked at what they're doing to our food supply chain and uh, got together with uh, uh, my brother, uh, who was a, a major at the time who had also retired, uh, and, and another partner. And we took a look and we said, how can we solve this problem of giving people clean food, healthy mm-hmm. food, and mm-hmm. food that's shelf-stable that they can depend on? How do you get it from hoof to hook to home and know that you can trust it? And trust Great is a question. really tough thing. Yeah. Trust is a really tough thing, right? Because profit, everyone wants to make money. And so you need to find people who are mission oriented, who have the same goals, who have the same spiritual goals, who know that we need to be preparing people for the inevitable. And and that is our company. 
and it's Prepper All Naturals, and we said, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to create a product, and we started with organic chicken and and moved to beef because of uh, the availability in, in our area of what was available. Uh, we had more cows than we did chickens, and we wanted to make sure we could provide as much protein as possible. And in less than a year, we've gone from producing about 30 pounds of food every two days and converting it to freeze-dried food to where now uh, we can process two and a half cows per day. And that wow. means that it goes from wow. where it's hand-picked, where we've watched it walk across the pasture, where it goes to the slaughterhouse that we hand-picked, where it's uh, um, humanely slaughtered, and then it's turned around and processed. It's hand-cut, hand-carved, no fat. Uh, we separate it into uh, – we do t- pull out some choice meats, filet, New York strip, uh, uh, ribeye. Um, but all the rest, which is your your sirloin, your picanha, your tri-tip, call it our original steak – uh, we separate all of that. Uh, it comes fresh right to our facility where it's sous vide and pasteurized. Uh, and, and we put no seasoning in it, no salts, no other preservatives. Mm-hmm. And then we immediately freeze dry. Uh, and it's freeze dried within 24 hours. So I can tell you that what was a cow on Monday is in a bag and shelf stable on Friday. That's that is amazing. amazing. That's, that's amazing. This is good for two reasons. One, uh, your the, the beef is, like I said, shelf stable for an extended period of time. Well, so this it, right good. here uh, till 7-10-2048. So that's pretty phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a long if you, time. If you, if you slip your mind going to the store, <laughs> if you're coming back from a vacation or whatever, you're like, oh, so you have something. But number two, wow, you know, we're at a stage now. We're grandparents now. We've been around for a while. In Missouri, you can tell how old somebody they are based on the number of, of freezers they have and the number of grills that they have. If you're a young married couple, you got like the freezer that comes, you know, with your refrigerator and you might have a small (laughs) gas grill. Uh, The older you get, you know, like we have, we have three freezers and multiple (laughs) grills. That's how, that's a barometer. You can tell somebody's age on a questionnaire. Yeah. Or if you're at the state fair and you yep. want to set up a thing, you know, I'll tell you, guess your age. You know, I say, well, I don't, I'll tell you your age. You tell me how many freezers and grills you got, and I'll tell you how old you are. Exactly. You know? And so, uh, uh, but this is a way that I think people, if you have limited you know, storage space, if your pantry, you know, mm-hmm. don't have a lot of room, you don't have the space to get the big chests, freezers and things. This is a way that, that, that you can affordably also be buying beef and storing it without the need for freezers and other things that are going to be need to be supported by electricity yep. and still eat it on a regular basis. This is not designed, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because we've been eating it and we're going to eat some more here in just a second. We got it just off stage here. Uh, so, you know, we can kind of demo that, but it's not only, Hey, just put it on a shelf and you need it in case of an apocalypse. It's like you buy it. You don't need a lot of storage space. If, if you're an apartment or any of these mm-hmm. other kind of settings and you can just have it ready, boom, for Tuesday night. Yeah, which is interesting, Jason, because, you know, we've obviously been concerned about this. We know that there's a need for meat. Um, and so we're like, how do we not only supply it for our family, but, you know, offer it to the flyover family? And we were actually with Clay Clark and we were in his office one day and he goes, well, let's just try it. He had some. And we ended up, that's how, what we ate for lunch yeah. that day. And we've worked on this for a year and have probably been in communication with a dozen companies. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get meat. And it, it is really good. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm, it's funny because you said July 10th and I thought I can tell you when that was made. I'm looking at my calendar in my head thinking, OK, well, I was there that day. So what was I doing? So at some <laughs> point, I mean, I, I'd have to see the handwriting on the bag. I might have been the person that packed that. So it's wow. Uh, we're really we're, we're really proud that we have we have an excellent crew. Uh, and one of the things that we're proud of uh, and we see it through repeat uh, purchases is that uh 
people are using this as, a, as something in their life. First of all, if you live in many places of the country right now, beef prices are already at this. We are not a, mm-hmm. We're not a profit-driven company. We obviously are intending to grow. We want to serve as many people as possible, which means that you know we, we do need to produce. But, but when we compare it to places, I have, we have there's a sweet old lady in Manhattan who she lives up on the Upper East Side. She doesn't leave her apartment. She buys our filet of all things, and she keeps calling me to ask me, oh, what else should I? She has my personal phone number, and she actually calls me for recipes. And she wow. eats it regularly. And that's that's not a made up story. That's a true story. And and it's it's wonderful. It's it's because that is our intent. Our intent is not just to provide people with a future they can count on. It's to offer them food stability and safety now where they know what the source of the product is. They can count on it. They can count on consistency. They know that we're not sending them dust. We're not sending them right. beef mm-hmm. crumbles. I, I don't, by the way, if anyone can point on a cow and tell me what beef crumbles are, I would like to know. Uh, we, you know, they're not getting fat where we're, we're, uh, we're trying to provide them actual protein. So even the weight yeah. on the bag, when you get 48 ounces after it's uh, rehydrated, they're going, well, actually, you're getting more than that because we've trimmed off everything. We want you to just have solid protein. We want your family. We didn't put the lowest end adult size portion. No, it's, a, you know, an adult eats a, a quarter of a pound. That's a portion. Uh, you order a quarter pounder, right? So, right. and and we want to know, we want people to know that even if you don't buy our product, whether you were to go buy another product somewhere else uh, for survival, whether you decided that you wanted to live on grains or vegetables, or you wanted to try preserving food, freezing food only lasts a little while, and you're de- you know you're dependent on electricity. Mm-hmm. We're just a part of that group of, of Americans who care about your family because we have families, and and I can't be any more genuine than that. This is about taking care of you. Because we know what's coming down the pipeline. We know that they want you to eat bugs. We know that they're going to take cows. They're doing it in the Netherlands. They're doing it yeah. here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to let China belch uh, uh, all sorts of crap out into their rivers, excuse my language, and into their and into the atmosphere. And they're allowed to do that until 2045. But you're no longer allowed to have healthy protein from a cow that's free of of mrna injections because that makes you a bad person who eats right that's, well, let's, that's let's give this a sample we can talk about what we're getting and also talk about the, the pricing you, and affordability here we got it on the old uh cutting old, board with your man knife got a, this is that's when, when stacy's gone knife. when stacy's gone this is i eat on this and this cutting board with one nork and uh i cut up my steaks that's kind of yep. kind of all all that i eat so all right, so let's do this. So all we did was just so everybody knows how we prepared it. Um, you could do it a couple of ways. One, you could put it in just cold water for eight hours, or you could do what we did was we put it in um, hot water or boiling water for about twelve minutes. Is what we did. So anyone probably hear me in the mic, but that is delicious. That is so good. You could put this in a wrap, a taco, mm-hmm. you eat it on a plate. You yep. can add it to any kind of number of dishes. And this right here is the New York strip. Just so you guys know, that's what we're eating right now. It is really good. Now I'm hungry. I know. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I didn't prepare my own. I'm sitting here going, wait, now, I'm, now I want to eat some food. How rude. The, 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 one of the, so what, what my, my kids, we love. So with the original steak, uh, because, again, it's not, you know, you're not eating junk in there it's it's the best parts the sirloin things like that we we use that for beef stroganoff um you know we it doesn't need to be soaked and when you said put in boiling water i want to be clear you don't want to boil it you want to take it off you can put like boil some water and then it's 
take it off the stove right. and then and yes. put in the water. The best part about it is it never takes in more water cellular structure wise than it ever we ever took out of it. And since we sous vide it, it's very tender and juicy. And so when you actually put it in there, it's going to come out tender, juicy, pat it dry, but it's going to be the same, you know, as if you just pulled it out of the sous vide cooker. We actually do this at work regularly, just as a product testing to make sure it's consistent. Yep. Uh, That'd be a good job to have. It, it, I know. Yeah, <laughs> we're putting together our test kitchen. I've got to come over there. It's, it's, people keep saying, "Can I come over and make recipes?" Yes, yes, because I uh, I love it. But it's um uh, and 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 there's many simple ways to do it. But again, if, even if you just added some salt and pepper and wanted to just eat it out while you know a, as it is, it I think it tastes great. Um, and so there's many ways you can uh, uh, use it. But in the end, it's not something that's meant for survival. It's meant for survival. Uh, and I'm going to try and patent good. that word. Thank you. Good. Uh, so, That's really good. Because uh, I don't think people, I don't think people should have to eat uh, beef crumbles and uh, oatmeal um, when their family is in need. I think people should be able to eat normal food, food that they enjoy, and food that keeps them healthy, and that they know where it came from and they can trust it. That is so good. So one thing I want to break down is um, just. Because uh, I was like, how how much you know is this going to cost? Because you are giving us a discount uh, for the flyover, which we really appreciate it. When you go to flyovermeat.com and you use promo code flyover, you get 15% off. But you are also already giving discounts. When you go there, there's already discounts on the site. So uh, like what Colton has right there, the New York Strip. Um, it is right now $150. It was $195. It's $150. But you get an extra um, 15% off. And that right there is, um, 48 ounces of meat. Uh, is that correct for one bag? Yes, ma'am. And so one of the best things about this and, and why you see a fluctuation in price and why we're able to do this is we base it off of, we buy our cows. Uh, we had to start this way in advance. The cow train, as I call it, is about six months. And okay. that's to ensure everything that we, we don't want any vaccinations added to. We know where they came from, but we want to make sure they don't end up in a stockyard or anything like that. So we have to do this six months in advance. So as we can match cattle prices, right now you're seeing the prices that we were able to buy buy them at three months ago. Um, okay. I can tell you that come October, prices are doubling on beef. By mm-hmm. October, we anticipate we're going to be paying twice as much. Now, we're able to absorb some of that, but prices are going to go back to, to normal. And right now we want to offer that we still uh and we're pleased to offer um free shipping and handling we want to absorb as much as possible we want to make this affordable for people to be able to have and and as every time we can lower the prices and every time we can offer at a discount it's what we're going to do again this is a mission we feel we were called to do this Uh, all of my partners um this is something we've prayed about We, we we are uh, this is a mission to provide people with sustenance that's healthy when they're going to need it. And and therefore, anytime we can, we're going to make sure we prov- uh, pass on to your mm-hmm. uh, uh, wonderful listeners that uh, any promos, any discounts that we can. And so we do offer four packs, as you saw. And if they yep. want to try it, we have a variety pack. And those come at discounted prices uh, as well. Plus, they can add on the 15% and again, free shipping and handling. I Which, love it. So one one thing I wanted to point out was because I was like curious, well, how much is it for per serving? And so we were actually kind of doing the math on it just so you guys know with right now what the pricing is right now and at a four pack for that. So like the beef cube was seven dollars and one cent uh, per serving, which is four ounces. I thought that was really good. It's already cooked. All you got to do is is heat it up. I thought that was great. Um, New York strip for the four pack. But uh, with the 15% off, $9.65 uh, per four ounce serving. Uh, ribeye, 
$10.71 per four ounce serving. And then I noticed that the tenderloin or the filet, it doesn't have the four pack. At least it didn't at this point. So you didn't get that <laughs> special. Is that right? Well, yeah. And I want to explain why, because it's actually really great. So, uh, you know, a cow only has so many parts on it. So sure. we have all <laughs> Can't uh, so make more? our, our, this price, is for you so city our, slickers out there. Never been on a farm, <laughs> you know? So, so the prices are actually adjusted to, uh, for how much we get off of each cow. So we get 3.1, uh, of our bags of filet off of each cow. So we process right now about 20 cows per week. So I only have 60 bags available. So that's why you'll see we have a, um, if you, you know, orders could wait, uh, there'll be a delay, uh, our we our original steak our our uh, ribeye we will have more of that but our tenderloin yeah it's limited so that's yeah. why it has a, a high one it has a higher price but two it it um we can't offer a four pack because if I did I would be committing over a cow and and when I say <laughs> it comes in on Monday I'm not kidding it goes on the uh, on Monday and by Friday it, it's it's being bagged and shipped out so we we can't offer people a four pack they keep buying them people do buy they buy twelve at a time and I go I'm so sorry. You, well, can't, you so, can't come up with like a special cow, like a John Madden used to yeah. have the, the turducken or something. You can't get one that's like all filet <laughs> or anything. I, I've been talking to JD and, and Ben about how we want to offer a whole cow to somebody so people would understand what how much we get out of each cow, right? Because, you know, there's so much weight lost. And then when we cut off all sure. the fat, and that's a really big deal, um, especially when you consider the ribeye and the filet. Uh, I don't think people realize that like a third of the filet is fat. So we remove all of that. So when you do the price per pound, you got to realize it's essentially it's fat free and not right. in the bad way. Whereas we sous vide it and all of that great fat is inside of there, but all of the excess fat you have on the outside, we think butcher cut. And so, um, when you sit there and you think about uh, uh, we what's inside of a cow, and I said, can we just put a whole cow up there? And they said, yeah, but it would be like $14,000. And I said, <laughs> yeah, but – but at least people would see what a whole cow is, and then maybe we and we could plan that out for people who maybe wanted to to, to actually do that. And and sure enough, uh, with just putting the inquiry out, we said we got like a hundred answers back. I said, "Well, stop! Don't do that, please." Man, <laughs> so people are really interested. Yeah, it's, uh, people want to be prepared, and and they want to know that they can trust people. But and they I, get I, and this. This hits both sides. It. Again, yep. you want to prepare for the future. That's mm-hmm. good. You can have it and keep it. And you're going to be safe, but it's designed to use all the time and it's priced in a, in a way that you can do that. And you're getting actual real cow, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, not like uh, powder mm-hmm. or something that you add to a shake and make it, you know, work. It's, it's like real beef that's using real recipes yep. and on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. The reason we went, there's a formula that we have, and, and and one is, would we do this if we had no show? That's why my pillow, like with mm-hmm. Mike Liddell, we did that years before we ever thought of having a podcast. We were already customers of my pillow and supported, you know, what he was doing. That was an easy, easy fit. Same thing here. We would do this if we didn't have mm-hmm. a way to do it. So when you have a platform, it's like, hey, what are we doing in private? Let's share that in public and be able to, to work together because yeah. there's nobody coming from like a leadership position, probably in the government to come help and save you. This yep. is up to us. We got to make decisions that isolate and financially punish the the mRNA crowd mm-hmm. because we're rewarding the ones that are doing it right. So true. So Voting true. with our dollars. And, and I want to make sure that I point out one other thing because it's kind of uh, important. So the bags you guys have there, uh, I call them V1, but we have a V2, a version two. It's now finally out. We had a process. There was a point where we were using an American, uh, everything we, uh, that's in there, the oxygen absorbers, the, um, 
moisture absorbers, the bag itself, uh, the bags we use to sous vide in, our sous vide cooker. I mean, everything we have is American made. Uh, awesome. Everything we can wow. buy local, we buy local and we insist that it's American made. Night. And though I bring up the bags for a reason. We were buying bags and found out very early on because I found a packing slip inside of our bags that they were lying and telling us they were American-made bags. So we switched, and so then we had to find. So now we're going to this wonderful company in Florida uh, with these. With, so everything you can uh, see there, it's American-made. It's a legal American worker made it. And we are supporting the local economy and as much as we can, as the bags come out of Florida, our oxygen absorbers come out of Wisconsin, our machines are ma uh, made in Utah. Uh, everything we do is American because we believe in that. It's not just something it's uh, I, I once ran for Congress and I said, hey, we're going to bring agrarian jobs in. We're going to bring in mid-level uh, technology jobs. We're going to build multi-million dollar companies here and we're going to support you know, all of these industries and we're going to be American made. And, and then the campaign was over and I went back mm -hmm. and did something else. You know, we committed to that as a group and, and it's, uh, it's something we're very, very proud of. Uh, my wife's the photographer, also proud of that. She does a great job. It's not underwater what she wants to be, but it's still, so it's just, uh, we're very proud of that. And, and we want to make sure people know when, so again, it's, it's a company that, um, I never ask people to trust me. I always tell people that trust is earned. Uh, but we, we stand 100% by our product and, and they can know that it's 100% American and, and that it's, it's the same thing that we give to our families. It's the same thing that we're preparing with. And we just want to share that with, it's our mission. That is awesome. Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. And go to flyovermeat.com. Use promo code flyover for your 15% discount. We'll see you back here next time, Jason. Thanks again. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. You could buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. 
every week it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking and what's interesting is God is speaking through them and all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacy Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.